understand it. Hello and welcome to Movie Buffs Cooldown, a mini show where we review movies playing in theaters right now. I'm your host, Shani B. You can find me on all the socials at it's me, Shani B. And I'm Cisco from Misfit Minded. You can find me at Misfit underscore Minded on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, uh, and Twitter. Um, and also my personal Twitter is at Rampage underscore Misfit. Today we're reviewing Barbenheimer, Barbie and Oppenheimer with Oppenheimer, which is Christopher Nolan's latest film, his first since 2020. Uh, if you can, I remember it very well because it was like one of the only yeah. movies in theaters that yep. year. <laughs> it was Tenet. <laughs> um, but this time, um, he's you know he has his regular Killian Murphy, who they worked together several times over yep. the years. Uh, Emily Blunt, Florence Pugh, Robert Downey Jr. Pretty much every actor working in Hollywood is in this <laughs> yes. movie. Uh, <laughs> and if you haven't seen it yet, um, the basic story of it um it's a very long three-hour movie so it's a lot to kind of encapsulate in one sentence uh but basically a private hearing uh is is being done about oppenheimer's life where he recounts his past his role in the development of the atomic bomb the manhattan project and per nolan's mo there is a lot of cross-cutting and black and white and imax and explosions oh, yes <laughs> So yeah, we can uh, we can get into it. Um, what did you think of the movie? I, I guess, mean, I really feel like it was an amazing um, showing of skill and talent, right? Like I feel like Christopher Nolan is such a craftsman and he was on full display here taking every piece that he really loves to prioritize and just relishing in it. Like this movie to me did not feel like it was three hours. I felt like I wasn't sure where I was Damn. in time because this time around the cross cutting really had me feel like I was a fly on the wall in all of these spaces. I This one really made me be like, yes, 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 yes. A million times. Yes. I love movies forever. I'm never going back. Right. It really gave me all the feels, even though it definitely was a drama. You know, it just it was mm -hmm. a real movie. A lot of talking, a lot of people talking <laughs> yes, in rooms. Yes, <laughs> but like a real movie. That shit used to be the way yeah. it was with some boobs that, here. There was some boobs there. Like, yep. uh, the good stuff was here uh, and I was here for it. Nolan, I salute you for putting boobs in yes. movies. Thank you for your uh, service. You got Florence Pugh to show her pubies. <laughs> her pubies. Yes, thank you for your service, Ms. Pugh. I really, really appreciate. Just, just... Someone said that uh, her character was a psychiatrist in there, uh, which I did not pick up on. And I guess it was during the uh, aforementioned sex scene. And I was he like, I was not listening to, to the dialogue. Yeah, he was reading for I mean, I just thought that was like, you know, a smart woman of that time often seemed to be pretty Same. into that okay. shit. But yeah, they did they did bring up Freud and uh Jungian methods and stuff mm, like that. All so at the know. yeah, all wow. Yeah, I liked it a lot. <laughs> I liked it a lot. Um, what about you? Yeah, what were your I mean, tell me your experience. <sighs> <laughs> I don't wanna like get on my soapbox. This is why I wanted to do Oppenheimer get up first. There. Because I do not feel I can like 
accurately say my opinion on the movie because I had such an awful experience oh. in the theater. Um, basically, just to sum it up, like I, I kind of had a feeling too. I never really go to this theater, but it's like the closest one mm. to me. And it was last night, and I was like, ha, huh, like I just want to get it out of the way because I know it's long, and I, I don't think I would be able to get to it today. So did that and then i immediately knew i was like oh this is not gonna oh, be no. i just could tell right away this is not gonna be a good experience and there were like people talking about behind me the whole time and the thing with nolan movies is you have to pay attention <sighs> like they are talking. not you can't be on nope. your phone you can't be talking and so it's the movie itself is so overwhelming and there's so much happening at one time that to have that on top of like people talking in the back the whole time and there's is sort of a silver lining i <laughs> guess to where i went to go to the bathroom and i was like you know what i'm just gonna say something and we're, we'll see what happens i had no expectations so i i saw the manager sitting outside and i was like hey like there's people that will not be quiet i told them to be quiet they will not if anything that made them talk more when i told yeah. them to be quiet and he was like, all right, like, I'll check it out. And I thought he was just going to say something to them. He kicked them out of the oh! theater. <laughs> I mean, that's actually pretty yeah. dope. I mean, I wish I that more people would so, get kicked out. And, the, and the, movie, the movie was so long, right, that, like, there was still a good hour <laughs> after that good. happened, you know, to where, but I was so fucking pissed and so oh. mad that, like, they ruined, like, everything up until that point that I just cannot. Like I said, I could, I liked it. I'll say this. I liked it. Um, but again, it was so, so much to take in. I, I would probably want to see it another time anyway, but I especially want to see it another yes. time this time. Um, just because of all of that, Plus, like last night, oh, it was so such a bummer. It really but is. Like, like you said though, like, um, now that I have all that out of the way, like technically I agree. Nolan is like, just there's no one like him doing it right now. Not like and, this. Um, Not like this. No. Yeah, this like, is something and so, unique. I'm glad that people it's like it's like a I, I like that people are going to the theater, but at the same time, it's like, why go to the theater if you're gonna be bored? Yeah, and like, why? Like no one's no one's forcing you to sit through this three hour movie. I think movie. about like, that you know all I mean? like, the time. I'm like, <laughs> what are you even doing here? What are you doing here? Yeah. That's such a good point. Oh, no that one guy, is forcing I, you. I swear, the, the look on the guy's face when he was walking out after getting kicked out and he looked at me because I, I know he knew it was me. And I was like, yeah, yeah, shut the fuck yeah. up next time. <laughs> you're not a movie you don't want to pay attention to. It's very oh, easy. My. <laughs> So, but I, honestly, I think reading the reviews and kind of listening to like some podcasts has been, um, has sort of made me, uh, feel like a little bit better, but, um, yeah, I, I definitely want to see it again, but it has like, uh, I, the reason I brought a tenant at the top was because I did not like that one, uh, very much. I think that's kind of like bottom tier Nolan, just because it's like, there comes a point where it's like he crawls too far up his own ass for lack of a better it gets, term where yeah, it's like, yeah, it gets a little too. You, mm -hmm. You're like, I see what you're trying to do. And yes, reverse fighting looks cool, <laughs> but I don't know what's happening. Not, yeah, like I'm I do not, not sure know what's going why. on. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, and so in this one, I thought at least 
uh, in, in Oppenheimer, there was a reason to the madness that made yeah. sense. So, like, it wasn't, like, your average, like, biopic. No. And I like that about it, that, like, for a three-hour film about a person, like, a historical person, that it was so exciting and so propulsive. And, um, I mean, the Trinity huh. sequence, I mean, that's in the trailer. So it's not like a spoiler, but that whole like 20 minute stretch was like, I was like gripping yes. my seat. Like it was like unbelievably nerve wracking. And like, I sort of knew what was going to happen. But at the same time, I was like, I don't know. Like, are these people going to be yes. okay? I was like, yes. <laughs> oh, there was so, so much. He figured out so a tense. way to get so much into what didn't feel like three hours, but still if three hours wasn't enough, it's like, I didn't want to see more necessarily, but I feel like he did such a good job of helping me understand and conceptualize who this guy is through these very important personal and, and public experiences he had. And I think that's what a yeah. biopic is supposed to be doing. We just got into this like really weird place where we were only doing biopics of like musicians. And we just really got far away yeah. from the idea that like sometimes a biopic Mercury, is there yeah, because the historical yeah. <laughs> figure is not flagrant, but is still important. Yeah. And I agree, like for, for a historical epic, this, he nails it. He the way he brings music and score and sound design yeah. into the whole emotional experience he's capturing. It's like top I'll one. ask you this though too, because again, I, I can't tell if it was my experience or not, but like so that's another criticism I kind of agree with that like especially recently, like his audio mixing is like incomprehensible at <laughs> yes. times. And um I thought like the music uh was powerful like you said uh Lud it's ludwig ver i don't know how to is say it that. the Warrenson academy award guy or hansen okay yeah um but uh he works with Charles gambino yeah. i know like he's a really mm -hmm. famous uh producer and composer um but so i couldn't tell did was it like kind of was it like understandable to you like for the most part because i couldn't tell if i was having trouble because of the extra noise mm -hmm. Or if it was because the music on top of it or both. You know what I mean? Like it was like I was trying to kind of figure it out, but I couldn't. Interesting. Tell. Do you mean like the yeah. dialogue and hearing everything right. that was going on? Yeah, that's the I guess because it is a lot of talking and like the music is over, I would say a good majority of it. You know yes. what I mean? Like it's when I say propulsive, it's mm -hmm. like the music carries the energy of it for and then when it is silent, it's mostly like those um boardroom like courtroom scenes yeah. um some of those like more dramatic but like all the other stuff is like always backed by like some type of musical or yep. like explosive sound yeah. so it was like a lot like that's that's why i want to see yeah. it again because it's just like yeah that, i think that's I what know. i i feel like i missed something uh, well i think there's no way no. that anyone who saw this didn't miss something because he did he tailored this shit so well i can't yeah. wait to see it again for sure I but i do feel like i hear what you're saying and i almost think that's what i liked the most about this movie is that like that even that is kind of mirroring both the excitement confusion and curiosity that is taking place in the story and i think maybe that's why tenant is incomprehensible or whatever because <laughs> i think that like the story was and so i feel like it matched too well 
Well, the dialogue as well, because there would be, you know, especially in his action films, which he's known Mm -hmm. for, you know, there'd be like exploding planes and cars in the background while two people are trying to have a conversation. (laughs) And you'd be like, and I'd be like, I can't, what are they saying? Like, what is happening? Like, I would just be (laughs) amazing. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. So this one didn't have as much that extra sound, but like just the music, I would say for the most part was the thing that was kind of mixed in with everything yeah i hear that criticism of nolan a lot like that it's hard to kind of hear the words over what he's doing but i think that's like so funny because it makes me think of how musical theater works and musical theater Mm -hmm. is a lot like that too especially some of the like classic musical theater things where people sing over each other and talk over each other at the same time and so maybe that's what it is because there's something like really operatic about the way christopher nolan does everything it's like so sweet Weeping, and everything is like very extravagant, even in the tiny close shots. So maybe that's yeah. like the weird nerd. That gets well, I, there's here. there's movies that have that like kind of like Aaron Sorkin-y like back and forth, mm. like um, you know, of characters, and I you could still yeah. hear them. You know what I mean? Like it's it's just a question of like, can you hear what they're saying? And like Nolan has gone on record and say that he's like tr- he's like experimented and like you know um mixed it so and and people have complaint he's heard people's complaints that they can't understand and like you know i can point to specifics if people like are unfamiliar with this but like bane and the dark knight rises like i don't understand half no of what way. he says no idea. um also tom hardy and dunkirk has a mask on his face the entire tom time hardy don't really know what There's he says it's like it, a lot of times it's tom hardy i don't understand why he's picking on him for a lot <laughs> tom hardy doesn't know, know. Uh, um and then uh tenet it was like a lot of those action scenes so it's it's he's especially newer stuff like and i don't like i just instinctually i like i've heard people say this is like their favorite nolan i do not agree like i don't think yeah, I, I, I can't would go put it to there. it like, right away it's up there but i can't go right away yeah, because I'm like I'm a memento guy. Like I like early exactly. Nolan and like prestige. Like I like those like smaller fully belongs to him. Like dramatic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so he has like and I guess some of my critiques of the story is some of Nolan's stuff is mm-hmm. like, you know, he's he's gotten criticism for like how he writes his female characters and like they are yeah. also sidelined in this one for <laughs> They're the kind of ladies we know. I mean, this one is a little bit of a trap because obviously, historically, it's not like this is inaccurate by any means. So right. that's a yeah. struggle in and of itself that he's yeah, he, kind of set himself up for. Based this off of uh, the book American Prometheus, uh, we should say, okay. uh, which I haven't read, but um, you know, again, I, yeah, there's no way. I have to imagine it's so friggin' dry. There's no way I'm reading that one. <laughs> But I've heard, I reading some reviews, um, and even like some of the negative stuff. They were saying that like, um, the real Oppenheimer, Robert Oppenheimer, was like a lot more like debonair and like, hmm. uh, kind of an aristocrat, and like Killian Murphy doesn't really have no. like they didn't make him didn't that, you know, either. like yeah. so there was right, and so like he's looking at some paintings sometimes, and like, 
but like in his fashion style and like stuff like that like it was really like brown and like just interesting yeah he seemed to like, be, yeah. i thought of him as like more of a shy guy but he was like right. having all these affairs and i'm like how does this right go together? and that's i guess that was like part of it is like he was like having all these like sexual escapades like he was stuff, down so. he's a player dude he's down to party <laughs> Wow. He was laying the bomb in more ways than one. <laughs> he, he, had like, to, he had a lot of tension he needed to release up there. Also, I will say, do not yeah, blame that guy. there's some funny stuff. Like, I know that we need to know about him and his family life in some ways, but some of the family stuff I probably could have lost. Because that I was, was like, like my this stuff favorite. is like so random and heavy, and I don't think we. They had like some Emily Blunt, yeah. like uh, you know, how was your day? And like, be, like you know, you should really take care of that crying baby. And she's like, "Fuck you! All I've been day. doing this all day." Dude, there was never a scene where that baby wasn't <laughs> screaming in a wail. Like he studied baby cries for reals. This is why he is yeah. a master because that cry. You, you get kind of a sense called. of what Nolan feels about raising kids versus like making art <laughs> oh, directors find a way to sneak that one into their films and i appreciate it <laughs> i also i don't know if you saw this this was on twitter and i i, I absolutely love this reading of the mm. movie um but people are so people have noted that there's there might be some kind of autobiographical connection of like nolan as the genius filmmaker being uh hindered by producers uh -huh. you know yeah. and stuff like that that would be the robert downey jr character yeah. and stuff like that keeping his creativity back um but there someone went even further and said this is christopher nolan's masterpiece about his guilt of his dark knight movies um creating the superhero boom <laughs> <laughs> Dude, people are amazing. The stuff, and that's like my favorite read of like he didn't know like that's a masterpiece. Dark Knight's a masterpiece, but how could he know that it was going? That he would be ruining cinema for the next. Do you 10 years? think that Christopher Nolan also had dreams where he saw lights across the ceiling? Like that's so good, man. I Instead love. Instead of lights, though, it was like CGI, like battles and stuff of people in tights like oh next no. level next <laughs> level i love it i love it i love that there is a filmmaker for us who's giving us something we can chew on to a, a, a degree where people can theorize all kinds of amazing things and frankly like that to me is the marker of a great filmmaker because all the greats before mm -hmm. christopher nolan that's what people do to them they pin all kinds of stories to what they did years before these people knew them and i feel like he is entering the halls of legacy if people are starting to be like whoa this movie's in the whatever chapter of the nolan career this stuff means that that just means he's made it man yeah i think i've definitely seen people compare it like compare it to like a kubrick movie i guess yep. and sort certain instances For sure. um you know a lot of the performances like robert Downey jr i'm sure is you know, going to be in conversations for best supporting actor. Yeah. Killian Murphy absolutely mm -hmm. locked in for best actor next year. I I, I don't think there's any doubt um, that that's going to happen. But like, even like the supporting, like that was one of my favorite parts. Was just like every couple scenes or so, another actor would pop up, and I was like, oh shit! Like of, of someone that like we love, like we like oh Josh. Yes, Hartnett. okay, my like <laughs> yep, he was there, dude. We've talked about Alien. Josh Hartnett before. Like he's appeared in uh, 
you know, I don't want to spoil like all of them, but there was just like, it was like so many, like even like, uh, was it Benny Safdie yes, or whatever? Was in this? And he was, was like, great. What? Yeah. He was a great addition. F- very fun accent work he's doing. Good stuff. Yep. <laughs> Albert Einstein coming in like Nick coming Fury. Like in his- yes. Thoroughby <laughs> holding it down for the one scientist woman. Let's go. It's true. It's true. Everybody showed Every- up single actor was like that call sheet was must have been ridiculous like (laughs) you need those though we need those movies where everybody's there again so that some of the like best movies on record also have on record the best actors i will say we we mentioned the sex scene though i don't know when we became such a prudent society but the the links the 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 headlines that I read before going to this movie where it was saying that there was full frontal nudity and uh like full on sex like they made it seem it like it was gonna be out. so <laughs> yeah and like you watch it and it's like um first of all there was no full frontal nudity I don't know if you guys know what that means but there was yeah not I don't full frontal nudity. I'm not sure <laughs> I saw her pubes in addition to her pubes I thought her I pubes? only saw her pubes her but maybe I did also see her pubes I'm not. I could. I was too overwhelmed. No, I was too overwhelmed. Like, I'm not sure. And it was a cross-legged. I just uh, the dream of two of my favorite gals nude in the past couple months here. Just everywhere I look, my favorites are getting naked. So yeah, <laughs> never gonna complain. But yeah, guys, come on. It's not that, and it wasn't even like a sexy scene necessarily. Well, like, I feel just... like it was a good example of like why things like nudity and sex scenes are supposed to be in movies because they're supposed yes, to say necessary. something. They're supposed to be a part of the story, and I think that's like why I appreciated the nudity in this film and for like what it mm. was supposed to be showing and saying. And I liked, I like that it's allowed to be there. And then it came back around. I don't want again. I don't want to spoil, but it came back around towards the end in a way that I thought was like really. Like, yeah again, yeah i mean i can like, join yeah. the twitterverse and you know theorize <laughs> what i thought all of that meant because i think that is what makes this movie so great is that christopher nolan is thinking about all those things like there he's not mm-hmm. he wasn't dealing with dino de Laurentiis this time around where he was like listen one of these girls better be naked by the end of this movie that had nothing to do <laughs> with it right like this was yeah. a little bit more like I'm sorry, ladies, that you can't really be front and center, have the empowerment that other movies are offering you at the moment, but you can really do a real grounded story. You can embody women that did exist, even though it wasn't the best of times for them. And I think everybody really did a good job just like being who they were supposed to be. Yeah. So like, just so we can wrap it up, I want to get to Barbie, but I would just say like this movie talks about your gut, my gut reaction. (laughs) is that this isn't like my again my my favorite or like this is like his peak or what he's peaked right now like i would say definitely an improvement over tenant um you know sort of in that dunkirk zone of like you know a historical epic um you know dealing with like wartime issues Mm -hmm. like stuff like that um so it's good i do want to see it again and so yeah and i didn't thinking about writing a review but i just didn't think it'd be fair you know what i mean so i think i'm gonna wait till at least i see it one more time to fully dig into it but i do recommend seeing it uh in the theater where it was meant to be seen um yeah same same yeah you gotta see this one in the theater if you can and if you can imax for sure because it is worth it for the sound design might be hard to hear but worth it for the sound design and i agree i i, think- I also heard 70 millimeters good too if you could see 70 millimeter imax Ugh. That's probably right. the 
the best way to yeah, see it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I agree. I can't say this is my favorite Nolan either. I'm still kind of like playing with what I think maybe my favorite would be. But this is definitely better than Tenon in terms of like rewatchability yeah. and I think engagement as well. So yeah, this was a good one. And hopefully if you can get back and see it again, you'll get to really embrace or you'll get to really- you made a biopic. He made a biopic drama exciting. Like to me, that's like an accomplishment right there because I've sat through so many of these where it's just like, oh, I'm nodding off. Oh, it's, we're we're at what hour again? Like, <laughs> so for real, for real, yeah, yeah. That's no joke. That stuff is not is not fun. Okay, so Barbie was written and directed by Greta Gerwig and, of course, starring Margot Robbie and Ryan Gosling. Um, if you haven't seen it, it's about how everything is perfect in for all the Barbies in Barbie land <laughs> until Barbie has an existential crisis when she realizes that the Barbie dolls have not caused girls or women in the real world to feel good about themselves. So she travels to the real world to try to figure things out and Ken joins her on this journey and learns that in the real world, men are in charge, whereas in Barbie <laughs> land, he had no power. So he takes this newfound what? confidence and returns uh, with the knowledge of the patriarchy back to Barbie land, causing things to go awry in the once feminist paradise. And Barbie must try to return and fix things. So it's a pretty classic yeah. one of those tales where... Yeah, the fish out of water (laughs) thing and everybody has to return Uh to a kind of homeostasis. But I think that is actually what I didn't expect this movie to be, which is why I'm really interested in your thoughts. You know, what what did you expect and how did you feel when you saw this movie? Yeah, so again, if you want to read my full thoughts, misfitminded.com. But uh, I will say at the top... um, opposite experience i like had a really good time in the theater Mm. i went with a friend uh and uh it was just you know just it was a i put this in my review too but just like seeing you know moms and their daughters and everyone dressed in pink and taking pictures in their like little barbie booth that they had at the theater like i was like i thought that was so cool that people were getting so excited about a movie Mm -hmm. You know, and like into this, um, even if like, obviously I didn't have like Barbies growing up, but I had cousins and stuff that like when I would come over and they had like these super huge elaborate like houses and stuff like that. And, you know, I'd bring my Spider-Man would come over and have a sleepover with Barbie, you know, over like, you know, (laughs) so and so I thought, you know, at the basic core of the movie, I thought it really captured that like playfulness you have when you're a kid where it's like you don't think about this is a girl toy or a boy toy it's just like these are toys and they're fun to play with and imagine like what it's like to live in a barbie type world or something imagine what it's like to be grown-ups right like i think that's the best part about this movie is that all the barbies have the minds of a child in these really talented adult actors and it's (laughs) the entire way through i loved it i agree people were so happy to be there so excited so it was packed like it was sold out everywhere i went you know Yeah. yeah and it was so beautiful like she man 
And Greta Gerwig has such a cool aesthetic that she's able to find a way to insert. I have a hot take for you too. Oh, I'm so excited to hear that. <laughs> I mean, especially because okay. maybe I haven't shared this with you specifically, but I have a very interesting relationship to just how I feel about Greta Gerwig's like career up until okay, now. Okay, do it, do it. Do um, it. And yeah. so I feel like this movie has really made me be like, okay, I guess I always loved her, but like a sibling where I was like, come on, do uh -huh. you? I wanted something else from you that you haven't given to me yet. And that's unfair because we don't know each other in real life. So it's unfair for yeah. me to have held her to that standard. But seeing this movie, I feel like I, I was sort of like, oh, I guess I understand like what you were trying to tell me all this time. And I really appreciated mm. it. <laughs> yeah, I, I think my yeah, my high take is pretty similar. I, honestly, it's that Barbie is my favorite movie that she's directed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's and it's not like saying that like lady bird or little women were like bad necessarily they just weren't for me and so like you know what i mean like i thought they were fine but like you know they were very like you know critically acclaimed and like best movie of the year so i went into it with those expectations uh -huh. and it just didn't live up to them for me yeah this one i feel like I don't think like, and I said this in my review, I don't think I will have a more fun movie theater experience because it was so funny. Um, like you said, like seeing these like actors go full, absurd. you know, character mode, <laughs> like, like Ryan Gosling basically playing uh, his other guys or, or not other guys, the nice guys, you know, <sighs> to the um. mm -hmm. uh, he is so good at playing stupid. I love when our like our brilliant, like attractive actors like brad pitt and Danny stuff like Tatum. that can play just yep. um like it's just such a funny thing um i think even more funny that like he's just like ripped and like so uh shredded yeah. and, <laughs> <laughs> and so tan. uh but yeah he's singing his song you know i'm ken uh <laughs> barbie what if there's beach is the greatest line of all time i mean i think that's it is that I have a hard time with some auteurs who meet. A lot of people beat. think that his job is lifeguard, but it's actually exactly. beach. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That killed me. There's dude. something about how like Greta Gerwig did that offbeat auteur thing that was a little too emotionally overwhelming to me when I was younger and watching her early yeah. films. And I think now I'm like a little bit older. I can stomach some of that heavier stuff. And she just did an amazing job of helping everyone stomach that stuff by finding a way to put it into Barbie. Because when you're a little kid and you think about things that are really serious and heavy, you probably use your doll to work it out. That's what I've learned in my work as a therapist that like like play therapy is a big part of learning who you are and what you're going to do out there. And I just love the intersection of these two things. Like, I don't even, I can't explain it, but I, this is my favorite Greta Gerwig movie too, because I agree. She is a master in many, many ways. She just like made movies for other girls. And you know me, I'm out here looking for movies for boys. So <laughs> that's, that's interesting. I, I was, I was going to, I was going to ask you about that too, of like, I think, um, I mean, they're both very successful box office right now, but like just the Barbenheimer phenomenon is like amazing. so fascinating to me. Like I Barbie would have, I think, done well regardless, yeah. but like because there are these two like epic, like auteur movies that like they like basically hyped up each yeah. other. You know what I yeah. mean? And so like you were saying about the pact, like I feel like without this, 
the Oppenheimer screenings that I was trying to look for like a one that didn't have as many people, I could not find one. I was forced <laughs> to go to a, a packed yep. one because that's all there yep. was. And so like, it's kind of this push pull of like, I am happy that people are seeing movies, but at the same time, it's like, I don't know if it was COVID or what. It's like, people just completely forgot how to like, oh, behave see movies. In even in Barbie, dude, like, there was this girl taking full on videos and pictures what? and I, like I was on I was on Twitter and people are saying that this is like a common thing. Yeah. Now, people just taking pictures really and Snapchatting getting during go. movies. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. I'm like, if this is a normal thing, uh, I'm good. I'm not seeing movies in theaters anymore, no. I guess. I guess I'm waiting till streaming. Like, Dude, it's true. <laughs> I have such a hard time getting my partner to go because he gets so pissed when people talk. And I am I get pissed too, but I don't really understand what it is. So I'm out here like looking at, I go to movies at the weirdest fucking times to try to avoid these people. And it is getting harder. But I think... I like this too because I feel like they're helping each other out, but they also resemble a time how the movies used to work where you used to be able to go to the movie theater as yeah. a family because like the kids were going to see this movie and the adults were going to see this movie. That's and exactly, that's what it feels exactly. like Oppenheimer is able to do because I guess like I'm not sure how Oppenheimer would have done without the Barbenheimer of it all because Barbie has made like three times I think they Oppenheimer both has made. I think they both would have been successful. Nolan yeah, is regardless. reliable. I just mean like, like he's the only one that could have gotten a hundred million dollar biopic. Yes. With this yes. Yeah, it's <laughs> the fact that Oppenheimer is like, going to keep making so much money being a three hour but drama. But it's both of them. Both of them help each yeah, other. Yeah, it feels yeah. like people, like it mostly reminds me of how McDonald's usually sponsors like really popular studio movies and is like, the girl toy is Barbie and the boy toy is an Oppenheimer yeah. atom bomb. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's kind of what it feels like, a little. Oh um, my god! I loved them. That both. is hilarious. Yeah, I feel like Barbie did such a good job of trying to understand the complex issues that like ladies are all trying to swallow. So I felt yeah. both like seen and heard in a really weird way. I didn't expect when I saw Barbie, but then I also felt kind of seen and heard when I saw Oppenheimer too, because it was sort of like. Yeah. yeah, I think about these really serious issues and I worry about these things and I understand what it would be like if someone asked me to do something important, how scary I would, how scared I'd be. So I feel like I think somehow I could see myself yeah. in these people. And I wonder if you felt the same way, like you could really identify with them. That's interesting because I feel like if, you know, I <laughs> if I say I identify with anyone in Barbie, like, all the Kens were just dumbasses. <laughs> I and mean, you can identify with the... <laughs> one of the ladies, you know? I feel like Barbie, that's what I yeah. did in all the action movies. I always picked a dude that was most like me. I guess I guess the existential crisis uh, part of Barbie, I guess I could relate to. Dude, America Ferrara, <laughs> because... let's go. Be in every movie, please. Yeah. She was, she was great. Um, I really, I think both of them, I've been trying to wrestle with if they have anything in common. Um, and I think, the one thing just with our conversation right now kind of made me realize is that both of them, I mean, they're both from our tours, but like both of them are taking um, a subject matter. So I guess in opposite mm. ways, like Oppenheimer is a serious topic that Nolan is using his blockbuster sensibilities to make more yes. popular. Right. Yep. And Barbie is doing the opposite of taking a popular toy Mattel mm -hmm toy barbie that's so america and so tied to women and stuff yep. like that and weaving in this feminist Rounded. existential 
yeah uh deeper meaning beneath it so i think in that way they're doing kind of similar mm-hmm. things um in that way and i think you know both are uh successful at that um if you would have told me i would have enjoyed barbie more than oppenheimer like a couple months mm-hmm. ago i probably wouldn't have believed I mean, you but I, that's where i'm at right now i, I definitely thought oppenheimer was gonna be like a little harder to watch like meaning like that because it was three hours it was gonna feel harder but i definitely yeah. feel like i just liked barbie more because it was prettier you know like at the end of the day the color always is gonna win your girl over and it has a like if you know just saying like what's what one you're gonna rewatch more often or like what's what's one that's more fun more like has more jokes and stuff in it it's like be. um it's obviously it's barbie, barbie I mean, and barbie top tier, yeah, like, top tier film to your point though i was in, so so impressed with like the production design was like so top Epic. tier the the costumes um uh, everything like the music mm-hmm. the soundtrack i listened to the soundtrack after uh barbie was released and like most uh you know, like comedy soundtracks nowadays are so lame and like disposable. And like this one, it actually felt like all the artists they got, like got what Barbie was like, this type of movie was, you know, the soundtrack was what soundtracks used to be, which was artists creating original songs for the movies. Like it wasn't the other way around where they were like, Oh, this is like a hit right now. Let's just put it in the movie. It was like, no, they called up Lizzo and we're like, what do you think? You have an idea? Oh, that song is so funny. And that opens the movie, the Lizzo song. It's so, I mean, I have to give it, you know, like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm looking to be more of a grading kind of person, but I'm also trying to be better about not being such a good, a nice grader because I'm a really nice grader, but I'd give the, I'm going to give this an A plus Mm -hmm. for me just because I feel like she nailed every piece of it. I don't know a better way for her to have done what it's probably the best Barbie movie that could have ever gotten made or like IP movie because you know I don't want someone to be like well you say like they're making all these IP movies and it's like they do do that and I don't think that that's what the lesson should be but if you get someone like Greta Gerwig and you get a Margot Robbie who I think is like one of the best actresses working right now yes uh, Yes. and Ryan Gosling and you and they, they were amazing like honestly best actor best supporting i mean best actress best supporting actor i want it all all for them yes yes best original song for i am ken or whatever yes Uh, i want everything for this movie for sure i want both of these Uh, movies to be recognized because i think my biggest takeaway still is well you know oppenheimer is Mm. and so i i'm worried that barbie comedies don't do very well and you know, female movies. I mean, let's just put it out there. Really, don't do as well True. either. But I'm hoping the Greta Gerwig. Yeah, she usually does get a That's lot great. of like Little Women and Lady She's Bird. respected. Oh, <laughs> so I'm hoping that can like push it over the edge I think uh, so. a little bit there because again, I thought this was so fun and uh, like all of and we didn't even talk about some of the other cast too. Like, um, I loved like Weird Barbie. Yes. Oh, Kate <laughs> McKinnon. Why is she always in this clip? <laughs> yes. Oh. <laughs> Yes, that was so funny. Uh, you know, you, what, you had like um, yeah, Ale- uh, Simu Lu playing like the other Ken who was like Ryan Gosling's like enemy. Mm, like, yes, Ken. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, it was too. I'll beat you off all yes, day. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Everybody was so good with each other. Like the chemistry yeah. together is also something you can't count on, and everyone was so good together. 
And the Barbie world, it was just such a realized, it reminded me a lot of the Lego movie. I'm, I put that in my review yes. as well. That like the arc of it was like Emmett is like, this is a perfect world. I'm working. This is great. And then like he sort of like wakes up and is like, wait, this is not, this sucks. Yeah, like, yeah I don't actually have anything <laughs> grounded or authentic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, and yeah, you can and ignore all the like negative reviews being like, this is such a woke <laughs> uh, feminist movie. Like those people do not get it. Like that's not what this movie's about no, at all. No. Uh, if you think that is, you just went into it wanting to be offended, honestly, because I'm a dude. There is shots at guys in here too, but also there's shots at Barbie, right. and there's shots at like Barbie's not a perfect product, mm. and you that's know everywhere. it's done a lot of damage to beauty standards and feminism and stuff like that. So it's not like uh, obviously Mattel had a hand in this because it's their product, but at the same time, I'm surprised, honestly, Greta Gerwig got away with some of the stuff I in agree. here. I agree. There's a couple <laughs> jokes that you're like, whoa, all right. Okay. Whoa. <laughs> Was Mattel just like, uh, looking, they didn't get yeah, it? I mean, this it is like, like Barbie is the most grounded, realized version of Toy Story that could have ever existed. It's like, if... Oh, I was thinking that too, where it's like two different worlds, the toy world and the real world. Oh, they did such so a good, good job. Yeah, it's God, so fun. Yes, good movies. So, movies for everyone at the theater. That's what needs to happen. Just be respectful. That's yes. all I ask. Be respectful of your neighbor. Yeah, just and... you're, you only have to be there for like a couple of hours. And if it's one of the dramas, maybe a little longer, but not even that long. Just like take a fucking Good break. rule of thumb, just turn off your Easy. phone as soon as you go in the theater. Leave it in the car. Straight up. Glove box it, dog. Yeah. Like, let it go. <laughs> Be here for the movie because movies you are good. You don't have good. to take a picture of the movie for people to believe that you saw Barbie. <laughs> like, you can just say, hey, I saw That's Barbie. That's true. <laughs> true. I think people will trust you. God. Yeah, yeah. Hoping uh, for more good experiences uh, going forward and more good movies because, man, yes, we're getting set up. I'm looking at I'm looking I'm like at the rest of the year I'm like I'm like debating I'm like am I even gonna go to the movies this at the rest of the year I don't know some of them are gonna have to but you know what you're gonna have to do like I do and you have to go to the screenings with all the old people or like first thing in the morning yeah. when no one's there I was honestly I was nervous that someone was gonna fall asleep because I went to a nine o'clock showing for mm-hmm. Oppenheimer and luckily they were all like kind of younger crowd I guess not lucky but still they're all younger crowd and Ugh. It's true. You got to oh, find, man, you got to get creative, but, and, or people get your shit together. Stop being annoying. If you don't want to watch the movie, then don't go see the movie. Like it will yeah. be on streaming soon enough. Just, just don't. Be there. That's why if you're, if you go to my website and you're like, well, there's not all these new release reviews. It's like, well, that's why. <laughs> now, because... you know. now you know. <laughs> yeah. You behave better because... and I'll go to the movie sooner, but I'm doing my best and hopefully we'll get yeah. somebody to, uh, we had to, we had to participate in Barbenheimer. I'm not mad at that. You know, like i'm not mad that we had to and that this is such a rare thing that happens but uh yeah, uh, yeah. i don't know I'm, I'm, I'm still catching up with movies from last year you know what's crazy i just watched white noise uh, uh which came out last year i liked it uh, <laughs> it's v weird v v weird but i very like it. weird but noah bomback greta gerwig's yes. partner and, and he also co-wrote barbie yep. um directed that and gerwig is in it as like yeah, the, the as adam driver's yeah. wife um so so yeah she's also an actress and yeah it wasn't for me but um you know Bombeck, i respect what he does too he's another mm-hmm. auteur i would say francis ha which uh he with Bombeck directed uh i believe and then she was the star of it um greta gerwig that i think that movie's amazing that might be like my favorite thing she's Dude, ever done i haven't seen that so i haven't seen that 
I know. I know. I'm an, a real oh, jerk you. off. I am a real asshole. I have to see that one for reals um, because I'm trying. I just I was just being a jerk. I was being a jerk who was like, yo, this these movies are too serious. Just like I did. To that's David actually Lynch. the movie where uh, that's I think that's the movie where they like first met and fell in love, you know, fell in oh, love or whatever. That's yeah. Sweet. <laughs> so you can kind of see that in the movie, which is uh, kind of fun, even though that was like, I'm pretty sure uh, Baumbach get got a divorce around the time like <laughs> hey, hey nobody's perfect right nobody's perfect not characters in movies yeah. not the creators who make the movies and that's a good thing because that's how good movies get made so when you see that you will you will understand like she has such a fun presence and like carefree cool. kind of attitude and i i feel like that kind of shows in her movies sometimes yeah. too um, that she kind of captures that energy and Barbie as well. Yes, she is a very um, interesting person, and I am excited for her to continue to have more room to express herself and to make, you know, to make art as an both as an actor but also as a director and writer because she has an interesting way of seeing things, and I really do enjoy watching it now. So yes, also I also like the side uh, Barbie characters too. That like, just showed up like for a couple scenes, yes. like Michael Sarah as Alan was so. Nailed it. nailed it what a cameo or i guess like what he was like a limited but, oh. limited line that so like every guy is ken except for michael sarah who is alan his one friend that came over that one time and so he's here forever and he mostly wants to be with he's the house yeah so yeah. good oh god yes go see barbie gotta guys. see it you Such gotta see it time. it's yeah. it'll be in theaters for a long ass time so everybody should have the opportunity <laughs> Awesome. Oh, all right. Anything else that you wanted to say before we got here? No, I'm good. I'm good. All right. Yeah. Same here. Uh, so that wraps it up for us, guys. Thank you for listening to Movie Buffs Cool Down. Let us know what you thought of these movies and remind the people where they can find us. Shane. All right. So you never miss a rep. Be sure to follow the buffs on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch at We Stay Buff. Take us on a ride and subscribe to the podcast on Apple and Spotify. And please leave a positive review. Five stars, five stars, five stars. And of course, you can follow me personally on all the socials at It's Me, Shani B. All right. You can follow me on Twitter at Rampage underscore Misfit. My movie pages at Misfit underscore Minded, uh, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, and then, of course, MisfitMinded.com for all my reviews and my review of Barbie and hopefully one of Oppenheimer soon if I get a chance to <laughs> rewatch that one. So thanks again for watching, guys. Thank you for listening. Hope to catch you next time on Movie Buffs Cool Down. Stay buff.